Hey everybody, this is Jamie Nunley, lead pastor of Victory Fellowship Church. Thanks for listening to the VFC Sermon Podcast. At the end of this episode, please take a moment to download our free VFC Thomasville app, where you can access all of our messages, sermon notes, announcements, and small group lessons. This app is the easiest way to keep up with everything going on here at VFC. So please enjoy the following sermon. We hope it encourages you in your walk with Jesus and helps you to belong, believe, and become. Enjoy. How's everybody doing this morning? Awesome. Well, Pastor Jamie is actually at a Trace Diaz weekend, but he will be back next week. Um, But I have a really distinct honor this morning of introducing someone that has made a massive impact on my life, and I'm sure many people in this room and many people in this community, uh, someone that has a heart and passion for revival, someone that has a passion for intimacy with God and prayer and leading others to know Jesus in a deeper and more meaningful way. And the only reason that we get anything done here at this church during the week, please give it up for Miss Cynthia Bryan. Thank you, Eric. <laughs> um, the the church office actually is run by Shauna. Just so y'all know, I can't, can't I can't take credit for. <laughs> um, well, I'm I'm really excited to share with y'all today. I don't know how many of you know I was scheduled to sh- share in uh, right after Christmas, December 26th, and I ended up just this freak thing in the hospital, like a health crisis that I got over very quickly, but. Just standing here with the mic ready to give a message, I feel like I've accomplished something. So, you know, whatever happens after this, I'm good. Um, Today, you know, is Palm Sunday, and I just want to acknowledge that, that this starts the week uh, where Jesus went into Jerusalem, and the people celebrated as he entered the city, um, but it was preparing him for the crucifixion and then the resurrection. And so next Sunday, we get to come back and celebrate the resurrection. And this Friday, we have a good Friday, Friday night fire. So we get to celebrate our, our Lord and remember Him. Um, and next week is Easter. So um, if you haven't noticed, we've got some parking issues. Um, <laughs> and so I want to encourage you, um, when you come next week, come early because if there's one service that people come to during the year, it's Easter. And because of that, it's a perfect time to invite someone. Um, People are open. I don't know if you've noticed, people are more and more open to prayer or just talking about spiritual things. So ask the Lord to put someone on your heart that you could invite. And next Sunday could be the Sunday that changes their life. So this morning, I want to talk to you about conversations with God do you want to hear from God regularly? Like, would you like to hear his voice all the time? Um, Do you know that God wants to speak to you? He wants to speak to you and he wants you to hear him. He wants it more than you do, I'm sure. Well, um, just because of how I am, I like data. So I did a survey last week. Some of you may have filled out my online survey on Facebook And I was hoping for just a few responses, and I actually ended up getting like 118 people did this prayer survey. And so thank you, whoever you are. Um, 
And so here's a graph, you know, excuse me while I geek out a little bit. So <laughs> this was my former life, it's the kind of stuff I did. Um, I, by that, I mean my first job I had. Okay, I don't believe in reincarnation, so just want to make sure y'all, y'all are clear on that. It feels like a different life. Okay, so in this um, survey, I had three statements, and I asked people to rate um, whether they strongly or how strongly they agreed or disagreed with the statement. So the first one was, I love to pray, and you can see like it's, it's way up there. I need to turn, 84%, yes. And then the second one was, God hears me. And look, we've got 89% of the people strongly agreed that God hears them. But the last one, I hear from God when I pray, was at 46%. I mean, that's a pretty significant difference. So um, I love how God just kind of sets things up for me. Like I threw out this survey last week, and I'm like, oh, that's what I was planning to share or what God put in my heart. So he just kind of set it up for me. So we're going to talk about how to hear God. And this is something I think we, we really need. Um, God um, answers prayer, and God speaks. We know that uh, in the scripture it says, John 10, 27 says, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. Um, I want to share with you a little bit about my prayer journey as we get into what it's like to have a conversation with God. And first, I grew up in a Baptist church, and it was wonderful. I remember just prayer being a really big part of what we did. It was really emphasized. Um, I remember having offering envelopes when I was little. I don't know how many of y'all had that, um, or maybe um, have experiences as an adult. And on the offering envelopes when I was little, you checked boxes off, you know, like um, prayed daily or um, read the Bible daily, gave, went to Sunday school. And I'm a firstborn rule follower, so I love checking off boxes. You know, that is my thing. Ask anybody that I work with in my family, like, I will write things out and put a box beside it after it's done just so I can check it off. So... Um, this was this was really motivated me when I was little that I could each week check the box off. I prayed, and um, I love that that was instilled in me. I'm not sure I had the right motivation, but I love that that was instilled in me. And then um, as I was growing up, I was in some mission groups, and even as a, a young person growing up, like the ladies who taught our group were excited about prayer. We prayed for the missionaries. We specifically prayed for missionaries on their birthdays. So like missionaries would plan events and stuff all over the world on their birthdays because they knew that all over the world people were going to be praying on their birthdays. And so it was very structured and planned. And I remember the books that had the missionaries' names and we would pray and we would um, hear answers to prayer and It just really instilled in me that God hears our prayer and that the Bible tells us we should pray, so let's pray. Um, In in the missions group, when I I went to school, came back home to Thomasville, and um, Duke and I were married, and I, I think I was the youngest person in the women's mission group for probably a decade, from like 22 to 32 
Um, but I felt like I was with the saints of the church. You know, have y'all ever met someone that you thought they have walked with God for so long and just seemed so close to God? Like if ever you anybody mentioned a saint, like I, I pictured some of these ladies that had been praying and um, walking with God um, their whole lives. Well, um, having discipline and obedience um, to pray is wonderful, and that's still a part of my um, prayer life with the Lord, like setting aside a time is is good, like having setting your alarm, planning, having your place to pray, having a list of what you want to pray for, um, that's still a part of my prayer life, and I'm thankful for that heritage I have. Um, uh, several years later, like, like in my 30s, I um, came to know a friend at work who introduced me to um, the power of the Holy Spirit in prayer, and she would pray. Um, we worked in the same um, facility, and people would come to her office and just ask them to pray for them, and she would pray, and they'd see things answered. And um, her name is Staffy, and, and she's not here this morning, but she's in our church. And I remember um, praying with her, and like somebody stopping by that worked there who also had a farm, and he needed rain. And there was no rain in the forecast. Well, Staffy prayed, and it rained that afternoon. You know, I'm like, I need to get to know her and what her secret is. So I asked her if we could pray together, and we started meeting together at lunchtime once a week, praying. And then she introduced me to her crazy friends who prayed like her, too. And um, one of them is here, too. (laughs) Um, And it introduced me to the power of um, partnering with the Holy Spirit, um, praying in the Spirit, praying in tongues, and having God pray through you in that, and also the power of the Word of God, like finding out what the will of God is, believing what the will of God is, and standing on that Word from God. And during that time, um, Duke and I wanted to have children. We had been married um, a long time. It was 12 years when our son was born. And we had been married 12 years. And so before that, I was praying um, my, my prayer uh, to have a child started off something like, God, if it's your will, you know, we'd, we'd like to have children. And then I got hooked up with this group and I started reading the Bible and realizing, I think it's God's will. You know, I, I found in Malachi, it's, it even says, he brings godly husband and wife together for godly offspring. It's like, Wow. And then, you know, he makes the barren woman a happy mother of children. You know, all these verses about, um, like, barrenness is not from him. And, and so that really built up something in me that I knew God's will. And if I know God's will, First um, John 5, 14 through 15 basically says, if you know the will of God and you pray the will of God, he hears you and he answers your prayer. And so I really learned a lot through that about um, mining the scripture, you know, finding out what the will of God is on, on something so I could stand in that word and see God move. And we did. We, we have an um, amazing son. And um, so, um, and that's still a part of my prayer life, you know, is finding out what God says and standing in that word and praying the scripture. Well, a few years, a few years later, um, I, I learned about having conversations with God. And um, I'm, I'm not sure if my slide thing works. Let me see. Ooh, okay, we've already done that. Obedience to God. Oh, 
I skipped a chart, y'all. <laughs> There's a chart. We've got to look at this. This was another part of the survey. Um, why don't, I asked, why don't you pray more? And this was really interesting to me. Um, so the top one was distractions. How many of y'all can relate to that? You know, just there's so much going on. And really the first and the second one kind of go together. Busyness. Um, and then the next one is other priorities, which kind of all group together, like busyness and the distractions are other priorities. So I kind of feel like those three are very similar. And then the lower down here is, well, one was it'll bother God. Like I'm going to waste his time. I just want to let you know, you're not going to waste his time. He has plenty of ability to pay attention to you and, and the whole world. He longs to hear from you. Um, independence. I appreciate some people being honest, you know, like sometimes we just think we've got it and we don't need him. So we don't, we don't, or we aren't desperate. So we don't go to him. And then, um, then the last one is, does God hear us? And so I hope by the end of this, you know, that, that God hears you. Um, okay. And then I've already talked about praying with the word of God and, and with the spirit, praying in power. And so now, um, I wanted to share with you about the next um, aspect of my prayer life. Um, a few years ago, it's been about 12 years ago, I started coming um, here to VFC. And I got involved with the prayer group right away because I just loved to pray. And I knew God would answer prayer. And I'd seen him do it so many times. So I got involved with the prayer group. And there were um, people who prayed a little differently and it was more out of a love relationship with God. It was, um, that's where I first experienced and, and in uh, VFC and worship, Friday Night Fire, um, just that, that God loves us. Like, he wants us to just hang out with him. Like, you don't even, you don't have to have your list of prayer requests. You don't have to have your life together. He just wants you to come and acknowledge him and connect with him. And, you know, we were, um, uh, we were just, we were just invited into his presence. And, and I also realized like God wanted to speak, like in those places when we pray, um, too many times we're just rattling off, um, like, like a machine gun, you know, the things we need God to do and show up and we need this and we've got our list and we check it off. But we need to listen to what God's saying and, and what, what he wants to say about those things. But even things we haven't thought about, there are things he wants to tell us um, in prayer. And when, when you think about it, um, how, do, how do you develop a friendship with someone? How do you really get to know someone? It's through communication. It's through spending time with them. Um, can you imagine, like, um, trying to get to know someone without a conversation? Like, you're just, like, they're here with you, but you're reading all about them and what they did in the past. You know, you're, you're, um, they're right here with you, but you're asking other people to tell you about them. You know, it, wouldn't that be a little bit weird? Um, the Lord invites us to walk with him and go to him directly and, and uh, talk to him. And um, I, I feel like when I, when I was asking the Lord even, this is how I, I do a 
prepare a message, I'll say, Lord, what do you want to say? And then I'll write things down. And then just in case I missed it, about three days later, I'll start with another blank sheet of paper and say, Lord, what do you want to say? <laughs> and I'll write it down. And then um, I'm, I usually do it another time too, which I did this time, just to be sure. And I'll go back and compare the notes and see like, okay, like he's consistent. God's consistent, right? <laughs> Even when we're not sure. And one thing I felt like he said is, tell them about our time together. And um, I, I share this with you just out of just vulnerability of, of just how precious it is to hear from God and how precious it is to know that he knows you and know that he loves you. And um, in, I, I can remember there was a season in my life where um, I was home a lot more. And I had Monday mornings free, and I would just go in a room that we don't use very much, and it has this really comfortable reclining rocking chair, and I would set worship music on and have my Bible and my journal, and I would just sit there and just um, just ask God to come, just talk to God, just listen to worship music. I would doze off, like, um, I still kind of feel this way, but I felt like if I dreamed something from God, it had more power on it. <laughs> so I would even just doze off for a few minutes and just ask the Lord to speak to me, just show me something and that I could just hear his voice. And, and the things he was telling me, and it still does, is, you know, he says, I love you. I'm pleased with you. Like, you're my girl. <laughs> Um, I want to hang out with you. I, I remember even recently, like I would say, Lord, what do you want to say? And I'd start writing, my daughter, comma. And I would be like, oh, God, I feel like, am I forcing you to talk to me? Like, I just want to hear anything you want to say. And, and I felt like he said, I never get tired of talking to you. I never get tired of telling you how much I love you. Um, so, like, the Lord is there. He... He just invites us into this relationship. And I remember the very first time I started journaling like this, I was like, this is just too good. Like, am I secretly like super conceited? You know, like, like this is all coming out of my mind. And I just think I'm wonderful, apparently. And so I was writing all this out and I'm like, I've got to talk to somebody. So I, I was too embarrassed to like go in person. So I emailed someone that I really respect, but I'm not in close relationship with her. Um, but I know she walks with God. And so I sent her a couple of like my journal entries. And I'm like, I'm just trying this out. And I'm not sure I'm hearing from God. Would you read over this and like, just give me correction. I can take it. You know, and she responded, she said, this is God. This is definitely the heart of God for you. And so I just want to encourage you, like God wants to speak to you. Um, and, and once you start hearing from God that way, you just long for time with him. You don't have to like motivate yourself to pray. You don't have to like um, have the checklist and the boxes to check off. Um, you just want to be there. So it, it's my desire to be with my loving father that motivates me to pray. So, 
Prayer, prayer is simply communicating with God. It's just talking with Him. It's listening. It's not a monologue. It should go back and forth. It's interactive. We speak and we listen. And friendship with God is the heart. It's the heart of prayer. It, you know, when, when they say follow your heart, <laughs> the heart of prayer is that friendship with God that just invites you to talk with him. It just um, gives you that longing to be in his presence. Um, prayer is not a religious chore. It's not something that you have to do in order to be close with God or in order for him to bless your life. Um, prayer is not a religious chore. It's a, it's a holy privilege. It's a holy privilege to be able to sit in the presence of God and hear his heart. Um, we have the honor of hearing from our creator, the God of the universe, who loves us and wants to talk to us. Um, so your prayer life reveals what you think about God. You know, if you think about um, your heavenly Father as a harsh taskmaster master that you have to get everything right before you approach Him, um, then it's going to keep you from going to Him. Have you ever dreaded a conversation with someone that was your superior that you needed to go and admit something, you know, like sometimes, um, sometimes we think of God like that, that, oh no, I've got, to, I've got to confess and I've got to go. But um, he, like, he even delights in when you come and confess to him. Like it's so precious to him when he, he realizes you recognize your need for, um, for him and your need for forgiveness. Um. Not um, if if we don't really understand the character of God, we're hesitant to go to Him. Um, I I remember praying with someone who was really struggling. There were a couple of us praying, and and um, he he had lived a rough life, and in this moment, he had this experience with God. It, it was really cool. We just knew he wasn't talking to us, but he was he was talking to God. And when, when that experience ended, like, I just wanted to know. Like, I've never had an experience like that. And I wanted to know what, what he experienced. And um, he said, he just kept saying, he's not mad at me. He's not mad at me. He's not mad at me. And it was just so precious that that was the message that the Lord shared with this precious person who had been struggling with all the, all the sin in his life. God's not mad at me, and he's not mad at you, and you don't have to get yourself cleaned up to, to step into relationship with him. It's in his presence that we walk it out. Like, you can't clean it up yourself anyway. <laughs> we need him to be able to walk out the life that he has for us. So, if you believe in God, if you believe that he exists and he wants to communicate with you, if you believe he loves you and he welcomes you into his presence, wouldn't you want to talk to him regularly? Don't, don't you want him to be the one who's near you all the time and that you set aside that time um, to talk with him?
like any relationship, um, communication is important. And um, if there's a lack of communication in any red, uh, in any relationship, that's a red flag. You know, like if, if you are married and you're not really talking to your spouse anymore, there's an issue. <laughs> And if you're a Christian and you're not really talking to God, there's an issue. Like, like it, it's, it's friendship. It's a relationship. It's a, symptom of an, it's a symptom of an underlying problem. And it's a symptom of your understanding of who God is and how he thinks about you. So um, do you have faith in God? What do you think about him like, is he good? Do you know that he's good? Does he listen to you? Does he respond to your cry? I, there's there's a just a heartbreaking thing that happens in um, in orphanages that aren't well run, like the nursery, the baby, the rooms with the babies. It's quiet. Do you know why it's quiet? Because no one comes when they cry, so they learn not to cry out. It doesn't do anything. And I don't want you to listen to the lie of the enemy that says God doesn't hear you cry. God hears you cry. And he, um, he listens. He li- uh, the word that came to my mind is hearkens. <laughs> Old King James. Um, he listens. He, he hears your voice and he runs to you. He is right there with you. And he, he wants to hear your cry. Um, I've, I'm kind of emotional about talking to God about God, but I want you to know, even if you don't feel it, He's there. Like you don't have to feel it. Like um, I think God even honors it even more if you, in faith, know God is real, and you, in faith, cry out to Him, even though you don't feel it. Like that is is um, just delights the heart of God and he draws near to you he hears your prayer and you will experience him so it's all about relationship um yeah he's worth the time he's worth the effort so I want to talk to you just a little bit about um hearing God and we'll go through this quick um just some tips on hearing God. You want to look, you want to focus on God, remove distractions, especially when you're learning to hear his voice, like put the phone in another room, turn the TV off, um, um, get alone with him. Linger in his presence. Um, you linger in the around the people that you love. I remember when Duke and I were dating, we were in different cities, even on the phone. Like, we would be hanging out on the phone just listening to each other breathe, you know? I mean, um, now he snores, so, you know, (laughs) a little bit every once in a while. (laughs) Um, But, you know, you just love to hear the voice of the one you love, you know? And um, we, and you want to listen like, if there's any relationship that you have, you want to listen to the person that you love. And so we want to um, do that when we're hearing God. And um, 
there's one, one other thing I want to share about listening to God. Ask him open-ended questions. You know, a lot of times we come with our own questions like, um, should I do this or this? You know, and a lot of times God didn't even answer those questions I ask him. Like, I feel like he's completely silenced when I feel like there's a crisis and I have to know right now. But if I ask him, what do you want to say to me? Like, he always speaks. What's on your heart, God? What do you want to do today? And listen um, listen for what comes up in your, in your mind and ask yourself as these thoughts come to your mind, like, is that God? Um, is, does it match with what I know about his character and his heart? Does it line up with scripture? Is it true? Um, and as you're learning to hear this, submit it to an, a mature believer. Like say, I'm not sure I'm hearing God. What, what do you think? And get input. So I thought it would be good to model um, what it's like to uh, talk with God. And so I'm going to do just a little um, conversation with God. And uh, I've asked Jim Courtney to be the voice of God. And so he's the voice of God, and he's not in the room, so I don't want y'all to try to find him. Just <laughs> um, And uh, we're just going to, uh, like talking to God is just like a conversation And so I just wanted to share this example. Okay. Hey, God, it's me. Are you there? God, are you listening? I'm so glad to get to talk to you today. Thank you, Lord. Yes. <laughs> We're getting another mic. Um, sometimes God's voice is a whisper. <laughs> you have to really press in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, God, are you there? Daughter, I'm glad you're here. I don't feel so close to you today. My child, you know I am right here with you always. Well, I really messed up yesterday. I know you wanted me to show love to my family, and like I was intending to do it, but in the heat of the moment, like I just snapped at everybody. It just started this chain of events. It was awful. Daughter, You've already asked for forgiveness. You're already made things right with them and me. You are forgiven. But I've disobeyed you so many times. It's all covered by the blood. Walk closer to me, my child, and you'll represent me better than next time. Mm. I love you, Father. Ah, music to my ears. I love you, child. Do you have ears? Well, I have ears that are always listening for the voice of my children. Mm, Thank you for always listening. Lord, you are awesome and holy. You are worthy. There is no one like you. Creator of everything, God of all. 
Thank you for hearing me. My child, it's my pleasure. What do you want to say today? Well, first you need to pick up that trash in the parking lot that you've noticed twice. Uh, Oh, yeah, that was you. Okay, that was you nudging me. I'm so sorry. Yes, I'm going to do it today. Yes. Daughter, thank you for calling Margaret and praying for her yesterday. She needed to hear from me through you. It was my pleasure, Father. Is there anything else you would say to me? My child, I am pleased with you. Looking at you brings me joy. You're going to be more and more like me. I don't feel pleasing. Is this really you? My child, I am giving you spiritual ears that you can see yourself the way I see you. You are my beloved. You are loved and accepted. You are forgiven and equipped. You are known and loved. Thank you, Father. Help me to live like I'm loved by you. Father, what's on your heart? I don't hear you, but this, this word came into my thoughts, this written word. U-Y-G-H-U-R. I I think I've seen this somewhere before. Let me look this up. Oh, this is a group of persecuted people in China. It's pronounced Uyghur. So, Lord, I lift up the Uyghur people to you right now, God. Lord, I pray for your supernatural protection over them. I pray that they would know you, that they would sense your presence, Lord. Lord, I ask that you stay the hand of their enemies. Lord, I pray that you would show up even to those who are persecuting them, that they would be convicted by you and turn to you. Lord, I pray for the Uyghur people, for the Christians there, that they would be bold and be a witness for you, God. Lord, I pray that they would know your presence and your love. In Jesus' name. Father, I hear something. Are you speaking? For the eyes of the Lord roam throughout the earth, so that he may strongly support those whose heart is completely his. Second uh, Chronicles 16.9. He searches the earth. Lord, Lord, would you find me? I want my heart to be completely yours. I have already found you. Thank you, Daddy. Lord, I want to stay right here. I want to linger, but I need to go. I've got to get ready for work. (laughs) Can we keep this conversation going? Of course, my child. I'm always with you. Just drive safely, please. (laughs) Thank you. You know, a dialogue with God can look like anything. Like he, he may speak to you in a different way than he speaks to me. But he's inviting us all into this relationship with him, that we can just walk with him, that we hear his voice.
Um, there's the scripture. He says, Jesus says in Revelation 3.20, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. Do you feel the intimacy of that invitation? Like hearing his voice, like coming in, sitting down, sitting down in his home, lingering over a meal, getting to know each other, sitting at the table of the Lord. You're always welcome. You don't need to bring anything, and you can hang out as long as you want. I think that's a theme today. <laughs> so I feel like this is what the Lord is saying to us today. He's saying, I invite you to come and sit with me and know my heart. So, he's not distant. He's very close. The Lord longs to meet with you. Um, Would you stand as we respond to his word? Mm, So we'll, we'll pray. Lord, we just open our hearts to you, God, that we could hear your voice, that we could know you, that we could know you in the joy, that we could know you in the suffering, that that we would um, experience you in every way. Lord, Lord, I ask you to open our ears to hear your voice. And those of you listening, I want to invite you just to to say, Lord, what are you saying to me right now? And we're just going to pause for a minute. Lord, we thank you for speaking to us. We thank you for your word, for your spoken word in our spirits and your written word and your living word. Lord, help us to be sensitive to your voice. Help us to hear you, God. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, once again, thanks for listening to the VFC podcast. If you live in the Thomasville area, we would love for you to connect with us in person. For more information about our weekly gatherings, including service times and directions, just visit us at vfcthomasville.org.